Hey guys, that was the sound effect of us trying to get together for the podcast last week, and it was a major failure. <laughs> but we are back, and it is episode 37 of Clash, the Simple Rivalry Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we really need sound I like the energy. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, really I try like to bring it. I do jumping jacks before yeah. I get on the mic. <laughs> I would be tired. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm that <laughs> out of shape. So as always, guys, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com while you're listening to this disaster of a podcast. Um, and we'll take all your comments and hints and reviews and anything you want to talk about. Tell stuff um, to send in an email when you get a chance to. Uh, we'll do. And uh, as always, you can find us on the Twitterverse, and I am at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And I'm at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And I'm not going to lie to you, I kind of want to make a channel Twitter, because my Twitter is kind of like, I'm not going to lie, my Twitter is kind of wild sometimes. Brother, <laughs> and brother, guess what? What's up? This may shock you, but What's we up? live in America, and you can That's do true. that. You can do that anytime that you want. I just feel what make a make a twitter or <laughs> make or, a twitter oh yeah yeah I'm, I'm, i think i'm going to i just i just want to make sure you were cool with it um yeah but i just feel like my twitter doesn't necessarily align with um the show all the time like yeah. i don't i don't mind people hit me up on there or whatever but um just a warning it's it's no, not as pg uh, yeah, as the show is before. i'm like i literally that's my trash hole for me to have reality tv debates yeah um so there's a lot of that and then i try to uh, retweet about things in in this area this topic of yeah. or this area of topics but i, I do that same happen. thing but it's like i i um i kind of find myself holding back on my twitter because of the podcast and it's like there'll be times where i have a thought and i'm like yo i really want to tweet this right now but like what if my mom sees it or something like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> they're not they're still parents still live on facebook i think we're still safe on twitter that's true that's probably true um, plus twitter has like a half-life of 30 seconds so you're fine <laughs> that's also um, true but yeah. but yeah like what did you do in in our missing time um so i actually i've been doing good lately because like there was a time where i would do a lot or i would like watch a lot or play it like switch between a lot of games but i wouldn't ever like finish anything but i'm mm -hmm. actually like making it a point to okay i already started this show this show i'm not gonna start another show until i either finish or quit one of these shows mm -hmm. um and i've been doing the same thing with games so um it may seem like i haven't done a lot but uh it's because i've focused on like these things kind of heavy so um <laughs> you're giving yourself objectives and yeah. you're completing them it's yeah. hard to do because there's so much media it's really hard not to be like adhd about how you consume things especially when you want it all like literally all and of you want to be in on the conversation so you got to keep up exactly um but i uh i hopped into my my anime back backlog a little bit um I really like the 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 short thirteen episode shows because it's like entices me to watch it because I'm like okay it's not too big a commitment. Um, so Mob Psycho two. Um, I'll say I told you before and I told the audience before that has the exact opposite effect on me because I'm like does it really? okay it's only gonna be twelve eps I'm gonna get to the end and I'm gonna be wanting more. But even even when like they have like a a very conclusive ending you know what i mean like yeah is like i feel like it's that still, it no, has to it's do like that for me stab me i was like i'm still mad at you guys for making me watch made in abyss when you knew there was no ending so, I'm so <laughs> i mean we can talk about that later but i'm confused as to whether 
like what's going on with that show like because i know there's some weird movies out that might be recaps of the season that happened but i don't there's supposed to be a sequel something coming out i don't i'm confused um but somebody please uh tell me what's going on with that show but (laughs) mob psycho 2 um i finally started it and first off i'm gonna just say i watched the whole season and i like this season way better than the first season what did you think about the animation this season because i thought it was really good i thought it was yeah it's amazing very opposite of one punch man which super confuses me i guess they're different studios now yeah which is um, weird yeah which maybe they wanted to focus on mob or maybe mob was made before this the thing with one punch man happened but yeah the animation is really good i think it's less um trippy i guess mm-hmm. and different than than season one because season one like played with i think colors and stuff a lot more yeah oh um, see i i thought it actually did more with the the animation i think it did more overall but like i think the first season was trying more to be just really i guess different looking if that mm-hmm. makes sense or like really odd looking um but in a good way um but this season like i felt like i understood a lot more like it I don't know why but it felt more straightforward to me maybe because of the more straightforward like animation but like my favorite one of my favorite things about what they do with this show is like when when they'll draw the faces like really dumb looking you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. super simple like dumb looking and that's what i wanted to say too i think i feel like season one tried to pull more of the drawing style from the manga and like the webcomic oh, gotcha. of the, the creator mm-hmm. and so but now it's like we have money right so we're gonna like clean it up a little bit right um and i think that too is another uh benefit of the 13 12 episode shows yeah. um because they get to just use their money and and instead of like having to you know fill fill space um with cheaper low budget scenes um yeah and yeah i just thought the the story was more straightforward it was easy for me to follow which made me like more hyped to actually watch the next episode or whatever um because there's a lot of times where I'll, I'll watch a show and if it's slow, I'll like start watching other shows and then eventually <laughs> get back to the other show. But like this one, I was like, uh, whenever I sat down to watch something, I was like, I just want to watch the next episode until I finish. Yeah. So I think it's that like, says a lot. It's like the way I watch Bo- Boreo where I'm like, all right, I'm going to start it. Yes. So I have a foundation. <laughs> I know what the setting is so that when I stop and someone goes, hey, something really cool happened in boruto i can mm-hmm. just jump back in yeah and exactly be like, okay i made it but it's like even with boruto like i'll like obviously i like dub so the dub for this show is like so far behind and i think just because it's way less popular here but it's one of those shows where i'm like i'm fine waiting for the dub like it's cool even though it's freaking 30 episodes behind because i don't know it, it just hasn't that show hasn't been catching me like that for whatever reason yeah, yeah. um but yeah, Mob Two, I give it, I give it a, a solid like eight or nine out of ten, to be honest. We won't give any really spoiler like here, just because I'm halfway through that season. Yeah. Um, and so when I finish it, we'll probably talk about it more. Right, for sure. Um, and then another backlog show I started just randomly. I don't even know. I was just kind of looking through, like I don't even know. There's nothing on the top of my mind that I want to watch. Um, so I seen uh, a certain magical index in my list, and I was like, I heard there's a there's a or earlier this year there was talk of like a sequel or a spinoff to this show that people were excited about there's so i was like a lot of spinoffs to the show are there really i know there's three yeah, seasons uh, which is scary uh, a certain scientific railgun is a complete spinoff series is from, it really yes and oh then God, what have um, i got myself into there's like a 
I want to say there's like a psychic. There's a spinoff about some psychic. I think that's the new one. Yeah, that's the one that like, I guess, caught my attention. Yeah. So this show has like six different, I think, like series that you could jump in on. Yeah. But Um, yeah, this is the original. But like it, I think it was the the psychic thing caught my attention because like I really like for whatever reason psychic stuff in just uh media and and what in entertainment in general so i was like oh this anime about psychics this seems like it, it could be cool but it's i don't know that so far it's kind of odd oh, like i don't think we said the title it's a certain magical index yeah a certain magical index um which is a weird title it doesn't really tell any i mean it says what the show is about kind of but it makes no <laughs> sense at the same time the um, index is a person correct yeah index is a girl and she's basically one of the two main characters well there's multiple main characters but one of the two like main main characters um and it's basically uh there's this weird aspect of religion in it she's from a church and she stores these uh like restricted magic or not restricted what's the word like forbidden forbidden, yeah magical books um with spells in them inside of her head because she has photographic memory and it's basically the the church fighting against um it's like weird a bunch of weird conflicts in it so it's like the psychic there are psychics in the show and and mages in the show or wizards in the show Mm -hmm. and and the wizards come from or the mages come from the church and the psychics are in this very they all live in this very futuristic city that like makes man-made i guess magic users or man-made psychics um and they're called espers and they're it's basically like a random battle between like espers individual espers and then another side battle between uh like the main character who's an esper and the church over this girl it's really it's really like a a fight between like science and like religious magic right exactly yeah yeah um which is kind of odd when it comes together like it's super weird because it's it's like a super advanced city that it takes place in yeah it's like really futuristic and they basically figured out how to give people artificial psychic powers um and it's it's also like they're students they're all students so all the students are like out there in this weird battle royale for who has the best psychic powers i guess or something i'm not (laughs) super far in but this is just what i get from like the 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 overall premise so um i think i'm gonna keep watching it it's a little uh i guess daunting that there's like three seasons of just this show and they're all like 24 episodes so (laughs) we'll we'll see how far i get um but yeah that's that's pretty much that show um have you have you uh watched this at all or had any like interest in i tried to watch it i think i got three episodes into it Mm -hmm. that's why i was trying to take in what your opinion of it was yeah and it was also on a list of uh, one of the YouTubers that I watched that it was one of the ones that you sh- like is worth getting into, even though it seems troublesome. That's what I got the, from it. The yeah. list of series. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah. Ugh. That's what I got but from yeah, it. I, but, yeah. I did watch, and I, I would say I fairly enjoyed a certain scientific railgun. Okay. So I had like some interest. Some is that just interest. one season of that show? Yes, okay. I believe so. There may be another one now, but because I watched it like seven years ago, probably. Sheesh. But um, I remember watching that, and so I have, like, some introduction to the world. Right, And it's, right. like, that's the thing. Like, all these series are pretty much just based on the world that exactly. this takes place in. Um, which I'm not mad at. That's, I guess, pretty unique. I don't think you really see that um, with a lot of shows that I can think of. Um, 
but then those were the the two backlog anime and i'm focused on magical index now so i shall update um probably when i come to the end of the season and then i started a game that was i guess on my it it came onto my backlog after it got put on switch because it was an xbox exclusive um and i don't have one of those so um ori and the blind forest um the main thing about this game was like just how good it looked um whenever whenever whatever e3 or whatever that it, it was announced i was like oh this this game's like the art is like really cool so um i picked that up there's might be still going on a massive switch sale on the eShop. um and this game was about i think 10 or 15 dollars so i was mm-hmm. like might as well see i really have the key in here because these types of games are like dead to me i don't know why mm-hmm. but they are <laughs> it is an over <laughs> very oversaturated i think space right now mm-hmm. um but i do think the good ones are the ones that like rise to the top because um, it is a side scroller am i wrong yeah it's a metroidvania um okay but yeah it's i think the the focus of it is basically essentially the art style the mechanics are i i think not nothing crazy it's you're this little uh i don't even know what you are you you look like a glowing lemur it's a glow glow fox yeah glow <laughs> fox um some weird little animal um that's very agile and you have this like for lack of better words like this sprite kind of like navi from zelda that flies around you like a little blue dot and you kind of that's what attacks for you so you basically just tap a button and it'll kind of very lightly hone into a near enemy and then shoot these like i don't know blue beams off of itself that so you don't actually do any physical attacks yourself no you're all your attacks are from a slight distance um but you so can like, still get hit because the enemies come for your body. It's like God of War, but you only have a trace. And you're nowhere. Yeah, you're nowhere near as powerful <laughs> as Kratos. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you were uh, the guy, Weaponless, the main guy, and just you only person. had, you could only attra- uh, control a trace. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's pretty standard from that regard. And I like. I think so far, um, I'm not super far, and it's a. Uh, I guess you could say like balance pretty well, like the pacing and stuff, like how you progress. There's like a skill point, a skill tree system in it. And from killing enemies and you get skill points and you level up certain skills that do things like make your damage more, um, give you more projectiles. Um, I don't know, stuff like that protect you from damage. Um, so I like that aspect about it. It has that kind of progression. It feeds that progression itch a little bit. Um, I was gonna say, is there anything else that you played recently that you could compare it to? Uh, I mean, let me think. Hollow Knight, I guess. Okay, because I was gonna but ask. Way if less it was hard. Like the messenger, or no, not the messenger. Is that what it? That one. The was? ninja. Dead cells. Dead cells. Dead cells. Um, no, dead cells is more okay. of a roguelike. Dead cells to me is more like rogue legacy. Um. Whereas, like, the level changes every single time you go in it, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. This game is very much, like, Super Metroid, but with a slightly different way of attacking. Um, Gotcha. And, like I said, there's, you know, enemies, there's, it's like an old school game in the way that they're duplicate enemies, and you, you see them and you expect a certain behavior from them. And then there's other enemies that have a different, you know, they look different visually, and they have, like, a different ability. And you kind of just learn their patterns over time. Um, and then new enemies are introduced. And then I haven't gotten to a boss yet, but I'm assuming there's bosses. Because there usually is in this type of game. Um, so 
yeah it's i mean if you like metroidvanias then it's it's another good one um and it I've has a, a story it. to it too yeah yeah um and there's also a big black evil owl so you might you might find that interesting. <laughs> oh thanks throw that in there that's the main that's the main antagonist um that's not a spoiler you see him in like the first five seconds oh okay um but yeah that's a that's a plus uh what made me what made me really want to put this on here was i saw or in in the will of the wisp later um later on we'll talk about that uh, yeah i threw that on here because i remember you mentioning ori so yeah thought it might be of interest but we'll get there and then other than that um i still been playing pokemon i was laddering online doing singles um and i got to this might not mean anything to anybody but i'll explain it a little bit i got to master ball rank in in um <laughs> in um singles ladder so i'm happy Pocket about monster that battle factory yeah and ba- basically how it works is like there's 10 ranks the 10th rank is master ball rank it goes from pokeball to great ball to ultra ball to or sorry unranked to pokeball to great ball to ultra ball to master ball and once you're in master ball you're you're given like a number rank of all the people who are in master ball um so it's kind of like an endless grind that i really like um and I so think, that's online rankings yeah that's online rankings online okay. battles um and i think this game has the best you know most functional just works online um battle and trading system out of any game um any of the games so i think that really puts it on top and um they have a rental team system so i've been uh i have some teams that i made myself but then i have a bunch of rental teams that i want to try to in both like singles and doubles so that's another yeah. really cool feature people can just post their codes online yeah i saw that o- i saw videos of that online and i'm like that's a really interesting concept for pokemon because it's like yeah. up until now it's like you really haven't had the chance to practice with team combinations mm-hmm. unless you raised in and uh train the pokemon yourself which so, has which a- in this game is faster than ever so that's another big plus that makes it easy to get into because in yeah, other I games felt, it was I actually, weeks I actually felt that in Sunny Moon because, like, mm-hmm. I felt I was like, I don't. I remember working a lot harder to get all my Pokemon's levels up. Yeah, and I'm like, it felt so much like breezier which, with the XP share and all that. The way they changed yeah, it. Yeah, and I don't want to say it was a bad thing, but it just no. felt like I was like, there's. It feels like it's making less game. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, but but again, that true. pushes you to do like the other stuff that you can do. That's true, and I will say this game is even more of that. <laughs> so it's like it's the easy, maybe the easiest Pokemon game in the franchise. I um, believe that. to just get straight through the story, and I guess you could put challenges on yourself, like I don't know, carrying less Pokemon, or there's different things you could do. But I like it better when the game, you know, gives you an option for that um or at least makes it challenging by default whichever right um but yeah i think i think it's just really good game to get into um basically once you unlock the online features you can you don't have to beat the campaign you don't have to raise a single pokemon you can just rent other teams um but one suggestion i do have for uh, uh game freak would be like just let us rent pokemon like let people put pokemon on for rent that would be really cool because you could just get pick from pre-built pokemon and make your own team um so i would i would like that feature in a future game or update please and thank you (laughs) um and then uh last stuff i i just want to touch on real quick i still been playing monster hunter world iceborne um i kind of been taking my time because the monsters are very difficult <laughs> like more, way more no, so than you the haven't base been game. taking your time they have been forcing you into yeah. a slow paced grind <laughs> freaking ebony odogaron yo. oh god this Ebony, man. like a dark i, I like remember a, it 
pitch black that's color the red LeBron. like lizard dog right yeah yeah and you remember how aggressive old boy was yeah this man never stops moving like he just doesn't <laughs> stop moving he won't hold still no matter what yeah i like, just imagine one of those like geckos you'd see in the summers like slithers across the pavement but like extremely <laughs> aggressive like uh, flailing <laughs> like he just flails his body at you he wasn't one He's of my so most hard. hated battles but i didn't oh, love fighting be. him either he yeah oh, i'm sure <laughs> he will be. i hope to get into this very soon yeah no just let me know when you do for sure oh absolutely um but yeah i've been i'm gonna need i'm gonna need assistance <laughs> yeah definitely better with with a with a partner but um i'm definitely enjoying it so far um i have some you know in-game goals i'm going for like with with building certain weapons and stuff like that which um is basically what i come to the game for so i'm really happy it's it's keeping and, that up and you said your warm-up wasn't that bad right like coming off of not playing it for a while no nah, yeah what once you get over the just the being scared of it at first you know what i mean because i was so scared i was just like i'm just gonna start yeah a new like character. that's where i am right now that's what i'm like tell me yeah, no. tell me the the come up is easy just <laughs> once you return i would say start with whatever weapon you felt was the easiest for you to use you my know insect glaive. back in the day yeah start with that my staff because the muscle memory will come back to you like instantly you know what i mean and and then from there you'll be like okay now i'm ready to try out this other weapon and this other weapon and then that's kind of what i did and now i'm back with with the weapons i like and mash, i'm still mash, getting smacked mash. pause yeah. mash <laughs> i'm still getting smacked left and right t-rex <laughs> oh my god t-rex is my new most hated monster um no second most like one one under nergigante still i hate nergigante forever um but there's a <laughs> lot of content too like there's so much content <laughs> <laughs> i hate Nergi boy. i hate nergigante i had no i got over him so because i guess having Cause you didn't fight, fight him, arc tempered nergigante that's true i know i know that that thing is a demon <laughs> like he sneezes on you and you just die on a dime. and you just, just die he's like a like a ballerina on point when he turns to attack with you. spikes on him <laughs> a ballerina was covered in spikes <laughs> he's like a baby so gracefully yeah but man but yeah that's that's um that's pretty much it there's a there's a lot of content to get through so i won't be yeah, okay. nearly done probably by the time you get it <laughs> well that's good to hear for that 40 dollars price tag it yeah uh, it's the same size as the main game yeah. uh, minus okay, the uh, nice. maps like monsters wise that's good to hear um, but there's only one new map and one new gathering hub um, which i'm cool with i'm not mad about that um but enough about me how was how was your week <laughs> uh i'm gonna try and talk fast because we got some exciting things in news yes yeah, but um i watched some stuff i mostly watched some stuff um so i can briefly say i'm still playing through black flag um yeah. on switch i haven't delved into the shop lately so i don't have any updates on the eShop as of right now okay um but uh i watch some regular shows uh and i watch some live action shows and some anime uh i've watched i was like how did you watch this many shows too many too <laughs> many just binge-a-thon um so i watched dracula dracula uh was a mini series on netflix uh mm -hmm. that was just came out it was only three episodes but they were like movie size episodes mm -hmm. um and it was not okay it was not what i expected but it turned out to be a good thing um it was really comical I was and i was to not say, expecting don't say it, was it. A comedy it wasn't a comedy because there okay. was definitely some drama and there was some thriller stuff going on. Um, they definitely tried to play up that spook factor because, you know, 
it's it's very traditional Count Dracula like in a castle on a hill. Mm-hmm. So they try to play up the gothic horror of that and like people not because I'm like it's really hard in fiction in general to convey fear about a thing because the people don't know about it so that's why it's scary but we live in a world where we know about zombies and vampires and werewolves that's what i always don't get why well i guess time period matters but there's a lot of shows like left for dead and stuff like that where it's like why do these people not know what zombies are like the they, yeah. they're the same time period we're in they have to have zombie media and like zombie movies and all this stuff yeah so i just never got and- that so it comes from the perspective of like uh this nun that is like kind of retelling her stories about her interaction with Dracula. Mm-hmm. And the you find out in the course of the first episode the significance of the nun and who she is, but the I don't want to spoil that. Sounds um, like a horror so movie. The nun. It it re- <laughs> <laughs> So it's like it gives it plays into those traditional vampire things like, you know, the sunlight they're afraid of the sunlight they can't mm-hmm. do the crosses um, yeah and it goes into the whole like Silver. brides of dracula thing and uh his obsession with because he's dead he has an obsession with creating life and mm. things like that um but the actor that plays him i've never i don't think i've seen him before but he was really good um, okay. he really puts on that transylvanian accent really <laughs> And one of the things that they do that's interesting that I don't think I've seen before is when he drinks someone's blood, he takes in all of their knowledge. So oh, it's that's like pretty cool. The first thing he does is like he invites an Englishman to his castle and he drinks his blood and then all of a sudden he has like the perfect English accent. Oh, wow. That's and he cool. knows all of this guy's like history and memories. And right. that was something I hadn't seen done before with Dracula. Or if yeah, I had, right. I didn't notice. Um but yeah, I recommend it. It's not a, a long watch. Um, mm. And it did some different things. But yeah, it has like, because the nun is like kind of Dracula's adversary in mm. this story. It's like it has the comical back and forth of like them getting the upper hand on each other. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of a like a chess game in that way. That's in pretty that cool. They're always trying to strategize around each other. So they're basically like the two main characters. Um, yeah. And the story kind of revolves around both of them. Yeah, and it okay. goes like over. Uh, it goes over a fairly long period of time because I want to say it's like in the 17th century, and then it goes okay. to like modern day. Yeah, so that's cool. I would recommend that. Um, I, I like Dracula just as a. I guess I don't know what you would call it, like a piece of fiction. Um, yeah, I will say my favorite Dracula ever is Castlevania Dracula. Well, that's why I said I was like watching this, thinking I'm like I'm just gonna want to watch Castlevania yeah. after this, and there's no new Castlevania. I love Cat because he's like the the he's like all powerful but at the same time he's like he's pretty like i guess kind to the people around him mm-hmm. um but still like doesn't care about humans <laughs> you know what right I mean? he can still be a savage um so i, I like how <laughs> he has that like layered i like when he when he has that like layered personality yeah um which is cool and then uh i watched some junk some junk food stuff i watched something i think it was chinese <laughs> it could have been Japanese, but I think it was Chinese on Netflix. It was called The Ninth Precinct. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> it was gosh. a movie. Uh, it was about, about this young. No, it was about this young detective um, who, as a, like from the time he was a child, he could see ghosts. Mm. Okay. Um, and so it, it, he's on like duty. Uh, it's kind of like patrol duty, but like they're just like waving traffic around construction. Mm-hmm. And he's with like this old cop as his partner, and the old cop's like, "Just chill, man." He's like 
this is supposed to be an easy job like and because the, the young guy's like all ready to take down everybody and yeah. <laughs> uh, so over a course of some events uh his partner the old guy gets murdered and there's like a ghost involved and of course only the young kid can see it and mm. so when he puts in his report on the on the event that happened everybody calls uh, him crazy well yeah they're like calling him crazy and they're, like, a, <laughs> they're about to suspend him because they're like we can't have reports like this and then this old other old detective comes in and kind of like pulls him to the side and he's like you really want to be a cop <laughs> do you really see ghosts and so they take this strange elevator that's been out of maintenance for years Mm-hmm. And basically, he takes him down to another part of the police station that investigates crime surrounding ghosts. <laughs> of course. Um, and so, Who are you going to call? Ghost it's just like a bunch of spirits walking around. And basically, the purpose of the precinct is to help solve these ghost problems so that mm-hmm. they can move on to the next world. Uh, uh, it was weird. I don't even know why I'm mentioning it. <laughs> I mean, the premise makes sense to me, oddly. I'm not going to lie, because it reminds yeah, me of like, Bleach and stuff. It felt very anime, um, yeah, but it was it was exactly. live action. So, That's pretty but cool. yeah, uh, not a whole lot to say about that. <laughs> um, I'm more excited to talk about another garbage show uh, called, mm. and I it shouldn't say garbage, just junk food. Um, called Zumbo's Just Desserts. Nice. I have mentioned this before. I mentioned it like probably at the very beginning of the podcast. Zumbo. Uh, so the Zumbo is a, a patisserie in Australia. Uh, he makes crazy over-the-top desserts Mm. and the one of the interesting thing of course this is like a time test challenge like they take they bring in amateur uh bakers and uh basically sweets it's all exclusively sweets and desserts and they compete and at the end uh their their goal or i should say their award is they get one of their desserts featured in his shop Mm. so basically they get like notoriety and stuff yeah and so the interesting thing about this show is like zumbo is an is a madman he's basically willy wonka and (laughs) uh there's a part where like they'll have to do like a theme and then a theme bake-off and then there's a part where they have to like recreate something that he's made and Mm. that's like my favorite part because it's always like it'll be something completely like unrecognizable so like one time he had like a grill and they open the grill and they, he has like photorealistic potato and a tomato <laughs> and a corn cob yeah. but he's like hey let's look inside and he cuts into it and it's like eight layers of dessert inside Jesus. and you're like looking at the contestants and they're just like gah <laughs> <laughs> and you're like how so are they gonna I... make this yeah that's crazy <laughs> and so like he does like gravity divine stuff he'll have like desserts that are like what? squirting blood out of the eyes and stuff oh, like gosh. that and it's just like a really fun show to watch because you're just like you see stuff you've never seen before right and it makes you hungry some of it probably looks good (laughs) yeah it all looks really good but like it's just an interesting show and it's like it takes place in australia so the accents are funny i'm Um, not gonna do an australian accent i'm sorry but i must get a terrible australian accent (laughs) 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 don't get me started that's my favorite part um but yeah so i recommend recommend that if you are looking for if you like food competition shows it's a little different from you know the standard gordon ramsay and stuff like that yeah exactly um and then the last thing i have oh i watched another movie called code eight Mm -hmm. uh I recommend this for anyone who likes the x-men but if x-men is too dramatic for you like too soap (laughs) opery um because Cody is essentially about like a society where people have 
I would say like mid. I call them like mid level powers. So more think more like quirk, where it's like <laughs> they're mid. <laughs> like they're not Superman. They're not like you they're know Reggie. like lifting buildings. They got Reggie powers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's like they've been condemned. Um, so they've been condemned as like dangerous people. So they're not really accepted in society. So it's like think about how like only regular people... dangerous though. Not even like not really dangerous. Just like could cause slight harm. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm like they show them like they think of them as like people who who came over the and like they're illegals and like that's kind of how Jeez. people treat them yeah, so like they get it. one of the scenes that got me is like you know how like they'll talk about like mexican people or illegal aliens and they'll have them they'll be standing outside like a hardware shop for like day work yeah so like the people that have powers like one dude had he can like make a flame come out of the tip of his finger mm-hmm. so like he they use him to like weld things <laughs> what and then you have like the electric guy and it's like he can handle like electric wires without getting shocked and stuff like that yeah that's hilarious so it's like people with very mean like people can lift yeah whole uh garters and things like that i so. just seen something that was like that too i can't remember what it was though <laughs> but it's it's interesting because the main character kind of gets wrapped in like an underworld because there's this drug that they they take it they like siphon it out of the spinal cords of people Ugh. that have the special powers of course <laughs> and it's like i guess only the people that have powers get high off of it oh, and so of course weird. since life is so miserable for them they all want to get high they're all the huffing time. they're huffing it's human spinal, spinal cord dust yeah they're it's like nasty. it's not even hust- huffing it it's a liquid and they're like injecting ew they're ew <laughs> yeah that's so gross so it kind of story just focuses on one guy who gets wrapped up in the underworld of this drug when he he gets into trouble for like the most honest reason he's trying to save his mom Mm -hmm. um so you kind of get like the conflict is like he's torn between like continuing to do bad stuff for money Mm -hmm. or like just watching his mom die okay so it gets pretty interesting um but yeah the display of powers like i'm pretty sure it's like a low budget movie okay it's like the display of powers and like the things they're able to do are really cool and i i really enjoyed watching it It was pretty good movie the premise and like the tone of it sounds cool yeah it was different and and that's why i'm like it felt like x-men if x-men wasn't so dramatic and so like that's fox x-men wait till we wait till we get disney (laughs) x-men oh that's gonna be even worse (laughs) don't even get comedy I'm going to talk about that later because there's something in news that applies to um, <laughs> Cool. But yeah, the last couple things is, if you have not seen it, uh, please watch the Morbius trailer. Um, Morbius is, I think it's like, it's Morbius the Living Vampire. Uh, and this is a character out of, this is Marvel, correct? I have never heard of this character. Yeah, I think it's Marvel because it's the people who make it, are uh, made Venom and the new okay. Spider-Man movie. Gotcha. Um, so I'm pretty sure he is a Marvel character. I don't know why I'm blank. I think I'm blanking on this because the guy who plays him is Joker in Suicide Squad. What is uh, it? Jared what is Leto. it coming on? What uh, like, is it like a network or like? Oh Disney no, Plus? it's coming to theaters. Oh, oh it's, it's coming movie. to theaters. Oh, okay, gotcha. yeah. And it I didn't think have the Marvel made, tag. It's made by Sony. Oh. Hmm. And so that's why I'm like the the people who made Venom didn't make they weren't a part of Marvel they made that was Sony correct that was Sony yeah yeah I think so and then they even go as far to say in the trailer there is uh in the background there are like posters of Spider Man with mm-hmm. like murder scribbled across it murderer jeez 
So th- there is some connection Tie to in. the Marvel canon. Sony try to have a Sony cinematic universe. What y'all doing over there? <laughs> well, what I'm like, what is Spider Man Venom and Morbius? I'm like, is there some deal where it's what like? Up? Oh, good. No, good. And sorry, I was oh, saying myself. I think there's some deal where like Sony is allowed to mention the universe, but Marvel is not gonna mention what's going on in Sony's. <laughs> what is this Marvel man? Universe? A vampire? He, is, he looks like a he, deformed vampire. He's called Morbius the Living Vampire. Uh, um, but gotcha. the trailer shows a guy that um, is like a scientist and yeah. he has some kind of incurable disease. Uh-huh. And so I guess part of his research. The disease. Well, he gets attacked by all these bats. He like cuts <laughs> his hand and he holds it out to a bat cave and mm-hmm. all these bats attack him. And then suddenly he has vampiric bat powers. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious to hear other people's opinions about this trailer. Because again, we know nothing about Morbius. I have nothing but a name. I just did a um, quick Google image search. It's, <laughs> it's very interesting. He's very much a vampire. <laughs> he does. I do like this. Um, I see a, I guess, a screenshot of his design from the trailer. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. But if it's it. anything like Venom, um, I'll be happy because that tone was perfect for that movie. So yeah, hopefully Venom we'll get straight. this right. I'll like respect them. it if they get it right. That's all. Now, if Sony gets this right, we might just have to say they're a better movie-making uh, company than DC. I, I think we might just have to say that. <sighs> I think I've already said that. But <laughs> oh, jeez. You just brought back all the pain in my heart of how great the <laughs> DC animated movies are, and people just ignore them because it's not live action. I mean, as long as they keep making them, that's all that matters to me. Uh, I'm going to throw up. If, we, if they... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got so infuriated because I just thought about them making a live-action Flashpoint movie already when all the Justice League movies have been so bad. Yeah. Um, but, continuing on, uh, the last two things I watched, uh, or the last thing I wanted to watch, Code Gayass, uh, hey. Lelouch of the Rebellion, finally. And now I know to say Lelouch and not yeah. Lelouch. I just said, yeah, um, I don't know what I say. Lelouch. <laughs> Yeah. And so we might have another debate about this later because my my brother had very strong feelings about this anime and this I have top very tier strong anime. feelings. That's right. Uh so I just want to say off the bat, it was really good in the beginning. Uh the back and forth between uh Lelouch and his drive for what he wants to do mm-hmm. was really good. His tactical strategy. He's Light's cousin. I f- I felt all the death note you were telling me about. Mm-hmm. But then it just got too big Wait. then there was all of a sudden mm. we were following too many characters motives that i just didn't care about and i was like i just want to see lelouch do cool stuff and betray people where um, did they really follow the other characters motives though it felt like it there was a lot Life of hopping it. right and it was i was like whoa, 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 whoa why do i care about this person why mm. do i care about this person mm-hmm. <laughs> so i haven't given up on it but i'll probably go back to it but i'm like it just kind of i was in and then it was like losing me a little bit are you just in season one? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. So, so I'll dig in. You a got some deeper, stuff to get to, for sure. I just wanted to mention that I had started. Cool, cool. But um, that's not to rush. Let's get into some news. Some news. So it's kind of stacked, but not all of them are super substantial. Um, yeah. But this first one, I'm I'm actually super unaware about. So I'm gonna let you take this one. So okay, can I tell you about this video? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause this just feeds it. I, I I watched the video and I couldn't. I was laughing so hard. I had tears in really? my eyes. Um. So we talked about uh maybe a couple of weeks ago or more that the 
a an actor in the live action Cowboy Bebop movie in production had gotten injured and that was going to delay production for the movie now Wait, was it the main character or was well it? after watching this video i feel like it was the main actor john cho oh, who sheesh. got injured and wow. for those of you not familiar uh john cho is a pretty i would say he's pretty recognizable uh asian actor in america mm. um if you watch this video you'll probably recognize him i just can't think of anything that he was prominent in recently mm, um, i see it, yeah but the guy, I'm not, okay, I'm going to say, as a defender of live-action anime, I'm not excited about this this actor choice. For um, I see, they are in the video, you can see the styling, he has the shirt and the jacket on. Okay. Um, he's got the hair, the, okay. the wavy hair. Okay. But his attitude sucks. In real life, or, or what do you mean? In this interview. Okay. But I, I mean, don't want to say overall, but like, okay, yeah. the approach that they take, he's answering questions in the interview, and he's like, they were like, did you watch the anime? Mm-hmm. No. Sheesh. <laughs> because we want to put, up. I don't, I don't want to, I, we want to put our take on this. And I was mm. just like, this is where we go wrong. Yeah, they're not going to pay homage. People who want to watch Cowboy Bebop, again, mm-hmm. want to see what they've seen for years. Yeah. They don't want to see John Cho's take on Spike. They're not going to pay homage. No. It's a problem. So that's why I was like, I encourage you to watch this video if you have any interest in this. Because I'm like, they're already like, I was on the ball and they're already just going off the trail. And I'm like, you guys have, uh, you have the map. Like, just yeah. follow the map. Exactly. So it, it was, it's a bit frustrating, but it's also funny to watch because it's like, you're just, uh, you're just. All this, like, because they were like, have you talked to the director? Have you talked to Watanabe? Mm -hmm. No. Wow. What are you guys doing? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I I knew it was was a a bad idea. I knew it. There's going to be no respect paid to this. But I'll I'll still watch it because I want to see what's going to happen. It's going to be Death Note all over again. Maybe someone will see this interview and step in maybe the direct maybe watanabe will see this interview and be like i need to tell these people need to listen to me um, i shoot i say just just let it kill live action adaptations <laughs> just let it be the death of them all i will not i will stand i will fight on this hill <laughs> to make this better it, let it be the death of them all <laughs> But what, what's next? What's up? Um, so this is just a little snippet I read. Uh, Witcher season two, um, the first season, which I, I really enjoyed, um, is not coming until 2021. Um, and not surprised about that. Production quality on Witcher is so high. Yeah, so I'm not, I wasn't mad that they want to take their time with it. Um, oh, let me ask you this question because I heard this last week. Did you think mm-hmm. the CG was bad? Like the monsters and stuff? Yeah. No, I thought it was. People were saying the I was CG surprised was bad. Was and I was good. like, what? No, nah, I was, was surprised great. it was that good. Okay. Because I, had to ask I was, I remember I was saying like Netflix, seeing it as a Netflix show kind of scared me because a lot of their shows are, you know, really cheap. Mm-hmm. So I was just surprised they put that budget behind it. Um, and you could but actually you do tell. have to, you do have to delineate and they don't say this up front. A lot of their shows are pre- like, they just purchased it. They just buy it. Yeah. So For when cheap, it's like, though, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> when it's like I mean. a Netflix made show, it, the quality tends to be better. But if it's something they just purchase, purchase. and put their stamp on, then yeah. yeah, it's questionable. That's a good point too. Um, and it also I, they also said that um, it's going to be more linear and connected. Um, and that was one of my problems, I guess, about this season was that it kind of jumped around. It was awkward to me the way it jumped it was, around. I agree because I I know 
I personally had like three people ask me about that, but mm. I was just like, once it had the blip of explaining the what was happening in the timeline, yeah. I don't think it was that disconnected after that. Yeah, um, that's just me. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean, I'm it wasn't a deal breaker for me or anything, so I'm definitely gonna be watching the second season, um, for sure, especially because I love just The Witcher as a franchise and the lore behind it, and it's one yeah, of the best. See, um, I, I, I want to see. Old Daddy Cavill. Old Daddy Cavill. That's what I'm calling him now. He's tired Daddy Cavill. <laughs> I get no, because this is before the game. And, <laughs> I know, and, but he's already tired. His reactions to things is like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just uh, going through the motions at this point. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all for that. Um, and then next up was a pretty big one for me um last week was the the pokemon nintendo direct and they announced um a first for the series um as opposed to doing the the good old sequel you know same name sequel like ultra sun ultra moon Mm -hmm. uh, is to sun and moon um they announced two an expansion pass with two dlcs that um which i'm not mad about that um because one it's cheaper for probably the same amount of content we used to have to pay 60 dollars for um and the first one is coming in june it's called the isle of armor and the second is the frozen tundra that's coming in fall um makes sense the frozen tundra would come in fall and um they're adding a whole bunch of stuff with the with each uh each expansion 100 plus pokemon per expansion um returning pokemon i should say not new pokemon um but returning pokemon i'm surprised like because isle of armor goes with the shield thing but i'm like frozen tundra doesn't really go with the sword thing. yeah it's i don't know if they did the armor thing on purpose i think maybe it just came about because it's not like they're exclusive to the games like both game gets both both games get both expansion passes or expansion packs um and then they're also adding a a two wild areas one for each uh, uh pack um, and the wild area is basically the free roam area where you can free free move the camera and you do the max raid battles and whatnot. Um, two new stories, one for each uh, pack, and then uh, new play modes um, and a co-op mode for Frozen Tundra, which seems interesting. Um, it seems like the, the co-op mode is going to be how you get the legendary Pokemon, I guess, that okay. come in that expansion. So that'll be, that'll be pretty cool because raid battles being the first real co-op in a Pokemon game, um, online co-op is a, a really cool, I think, I think the game's maybe best feature. Um, so, um, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, and then next up, uh, there will be no Xbox Series X exclusives for, uh, at least a year after it launches. Why do you think that is? I just think they're trying to. Um, one, I think they're trying to get the console out the same time, like early, so maybe earlier than it should be out. So the same, so it comes out with um, PS Five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe exclusives might not necessarily be ready. And I also think they just want to ease people in into it as this like. Because we already know it has backwards compatibility as it's just like one machine to play all of your Xbox games forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they're really even in any rush to sell like a bunch of, of them when it first comes out. I even think they're probably going to announce like a super cheap uh, Xbox, like new Xbox version to go along with the um, PS5. Uh, unless they do the, the Xbox, what is it, 1X? 
is the one that's out now unless they unless they like push that one but i don't know i don't really know how strong that one is or how strong their new one is um so i'm just guessing but yeah the dark tower the dark tower is coming um and then tell me the dark tower will loom empty for a year (laughs) (laughs) and then its lights will come on (laughs) the eye of xbox is watching you (laughs) um but what's going on with 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 dr strange all right so it's good with boy back into the disney the all-consuming disney machine Um, taking over so this was interesting to me because uh somebody who's a fan of horror uh i was really excited uh when dr strange 2 was first mentioned and the director at the time was talking about how he wanted to take a more gothic tone, mm-hmm. um, which can easily be done with the reality warping that happens around Doctor Strange. For sure. But uh, new news is that the director, uh, Derrickson, has been, uh, they've, he's left the project uh, oh, no. and they cited creative differences. Ooh. Um, and so Sheesh. I just wanted to mention this because I'm like, Disney was like, where- this is too dark. Well, yeah, like, here's here. where Disney pisses me off because <laughs> they do a lot of great things because they have the money to do so. And mm-hmm. I generally generally believe that Disney does love its fans. But maybe you see how everyone <laughs> was so excited about this. And now you're going to change the director because it doesn't fit into your safe box of diversity. They love that fans pleases money. the masses. Yeah, yeah. No, they love the money. They, I don't know that they love and the fans. Like, <laughs> uh... What's What's going to make the most money? Yeah, and, and it's like after audience. we've already seen what they did to Star Wars, so it's yes. like, and that's something that like I've been hyper aware of Star Wars lately because I'm not a super fan of it, so it doesn't hurt me uh, when they make these creative changes right. to appease the masses. But with this one, I'm like, uh, okay, let's see what the final product's gonna be. But I'm already kind of depressed because it's like you're taking out the thing that was going to make dr strange separate from everything everyone else. else yeah yeah because you kind of remember like beginning like people kind of just kept saying basically magic iron man yeah <laughs> like they have the same snarkiness yep and they they have kind of the same like hum- like they're being humbled over the course of their story but when you think um, about it that's disney's biggest knock is that they're they can be really unoriginal and reuse things a lot well, I mean, like, if you take it back to, like, what made them famous, that's all they ever did was innovate. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's why people are upset that now they're kind of, it seems like they're maybe printing out things like all these live action remakes and, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, they're, yeah. they're kind of reusing a lot of their old ideas that originally got them. Big. And that's why I'm like, another thing I wanted to mention is normally, like, so, for example, we just had the um, Thanos saga. Mm-hmm. Like, that was actually based on a, a comic book arc i could right. not find any source material for this really for this uh what is it the or you mean for what they did specifically well what is it the something of madness the the mall of madness or the house of madness there, i don't i i couldn't find any uh comic story base canon for what they're going to do in this movie uh i see what you're saying is what i'm saying so i don't gotcha. know if they're pulling elements out of other arcs it, it could be an original story but we'll see mm, would they do that um, but that makes me even more nervous <laughs> i feel like they they actually do work with marvel marvel on these yeah like, um so maybe it maybe it is an original story but it's you know like a marvel 
it's still yeah. a Marvel stamped original story, so it'll still be you know. And that's why I'm thinking that. they might be pulling in elements and characters from other arcs, right? That we just don't know about for Doctor Strange, right? I could see that for sure. Yeah. So we'll see, but this makes me horribly nervous. Yeah, it's not great. Um, the next thing is still Disney related. I thought this was comical. Uh, so <laughs> for those who watched the Mandalorian and may have possibly fell in love with Baby Yoda like I did, <laughs> Baby Yoda uh costs five million dollars. The actual Christ. Baby Yoda prop. Um, and the reason that this story came even came about is because uh, for those of you who have seen the final episode, this isn't really a spoiler, but Baby Yoda gets punched a couple times. <laughs> I, <laughs> saw, so I saw a clip of that. I was like, are you serious? One of the <laughs> actors in the scene was mentioning that the director was telling him like, okay, I need you to look like you're really punching it, but don't really punch it because it costs $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I just thought that was really funny. But yeah, if this uh, we'll see how much that Baby Yoda merch is when it finally comes out. That's that's so expensive. Somebody's going to buy it, like, yeah, it's, like, it's like a one and a half foot rubber prop. But it's, it's the one they used, right? Yeah, it's the okay. one in the, that's in the episode. In the scene, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Um, and then What's next? This next one is also big for me. Um, another Nintendo story. Uh, this week, Smash Bros. Ultimate just uh, they Nintendo just announced a, a bunch of Smash Bros. Ultimate news. Um, so they announced a new character. Um, six new DLC fighters. Six new unannounced DLC fighters are going to be coming through winter 2021. So um, it's kind of obvious now that this is going to be the Smash for a long time, like years and years probably oh yeah um, i think they've set it up for that perfectly like for sure it's like endless fighters yeah for endless sure. options definitely the last one on the switch um but maybe they'll make one again after that um but this the thing about this was actually the this is the most like disliked smash like nintendo announcement ever um and <laughs> it's it's because they announced another fire emblem character which i'm not mad about I'm, <laughs> Why does hate <laughs> it's fire just funny emblem? I don't think people hate Fire Emblem. I think people just hate the fact that there's specifically like 13 Fire Emblem characters in Super <laughs> Smash Bros. Like more than from any other franchise by like three times. Um, huh. Which I'm not mad about because I welcome all sword characters with open arms. I'm definitely going to be playing this character. You can't just have Marth. Yeah, you, and you definitely can't just that's have Marth. That's the only name I know from Fire Emblem. Martha's still good. Marth. Like, Martha's still really good um in the game but this is byleth from three houses i didn't play three houses i want to play three houses at some point but nintendo won't put it on sale because they're greedy (laughs) 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 but it's it's kind of weird because this is actually the first main character they've put in the game um because the character is actually not voiced in fire emblem but which is kind of weird because it's just kind of like the the player character Mm -hmm. i guess in a sense um but she looks pretty cool she has like a uh it's there's a boy and a girl version um but she has like a sword i guess that's from the game um and she has a bow from the game she has an axe and she has a spear um so she probably has like the most melee weapons out of any character which i guess is her her um her gimmick or whatever um but she looks she looks like she'll actually be really good um she's got a sword like i said i really like sword characters so i'm a i'm a buyer and 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 see what's up um and then another thing that people are upset about (laughs) they put another fire emblem character in the game but they made cuphead a me fighter costume (laughs) (laughs) and cuphead of course was one of the most requested 
um characters and nobody yeah. wants to 3d render cuphead i mean i guess not but no cu- i wanted to just i want everyone else to be rendered in 3d and cuphead will be in in 2D. 2D. like a uh, game and watch i know you've seen game and watch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. really that'd be so cool and we know you can do it because you did it in mario oh yeah of course they can do it they can do anything they have they have trophy fight like models that fight in the game of some of the characters that people requested but they wouldn't just tweak like two things to make them a character it, it baffles me um but yeah cuphead's a me fighter costume uh i know one of my friends is actually actually hype about it because this is he knows this is the closest he's ever gonna get to having cuphead as a character <laughs> he just wants to parry everybody yeah exactly um but yeah i think the six more dlc fighters is the best thing to come out of this because that's a lot like it, it i'm gonna call it right now and say they're gonna put one more fire emblem character uh and probably another pokemon in the game um those are the two i'm calling offer it before anything's announced um so we shall see um and then next up uh a pretty short one sony skipping e3 2020 again um, yeah i don't know what that means but we I just think, put it on here yeah it's i think niche. they're just trying to be trendsetters um you know what i mean they're just trying to do their own thing have their own shows and be like nah we don't need e3 fam we're good we're gonna present Um, when we're ready yeah i mean i ain't mad though i'm gonna just i'm gonna watch them all i'm gonna watch e3 and i'm gonna watch whatever sony's john more broadcast is fine so whatever yeah (laughs) do whatever y'all want um and then there's a weird link here (laughs) i threw the next one up here uh, oh you told me about this you're right yeah i just saw this at the beginning of the show but there is a rumor uh, and this comes from twisted voxel there's a rumor of a 2d metroid and a paper mario game coming to switch let's get it don't be paper Um, star too yeah so, anyone or sticker, sticker star. star don't be a sticker star too please anyone who's listened to us for any majority of time knows paper mario so paper mario be, the million year door it's the only mario rpg worth playing uh, come at me i won't say that come I'll, at me I'll, i won't knock the original one no come just because people love it do you not like the original one i hate it oh come no, at my me. gosh gino's a highly uh, requested smash door too. all day <laughs> i am um, mad at that million year door <laughs> for switch yeah let's make it happen and um, that's Metroid, just a of course, rumor I'm for about. now though uh but yeah it would be a new property it wouldn't be a remake of the other games. look they have to at some point right they're not gonna let paper mario die and they're they definitely not gonna let metroid die but we've seen them we we watched nintendo squander their backlog daily but like mario games though like yeah. have they squandered mario zelda metroid or what's their other they're big one? slowly doling them out because they know that we're just froth yeah they're they're doing their nintendo thing of making the you know artificial demand i'll say it again we're sunshine man yeah they're gonna take their time we're We're gonna we're gonna get it in the eighth year of the switch (laughs) i'm i'm so serious you think i'm joking (laughs) they're gonna be like oh that's gonna be their big announcement at e3 2025 it's gonna be uh virtual console nintendo 64 games with mario 64 we held it forever guys here's your wind waker and here's yeah, yeah, like I hate you. <laughs> God dang it, Nintendo! But well, I'm, I'm in still the midst of my PS5. I'm gonna still pay full price though. God damn it! <laughs> but no, I'm excited about that. I hope that happens. But yeah, and then we'll uh, hold this uh for the we'll hold this next topic next week. We have most anticipated games of 2020, but uh I think we need to talk about some anime. Yeah, let's let's go. I'm, I'm with that. Let's get into it. 
Um, so what do we where do we want to start? Do we want to start with my hero? Because we're in the anime corner. Super recent. Um, do we want to start with that? Yeah, we can start with my hero because that was kind of the wrap up of a battle. Yeah, and this episode or this week's was really good too. So I'm gonna say spoilers now. Um, spoilers for anime. We're gonna get into this this uh, latest couple episodes because because we we missed a couple episodes uh, yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's true. Them. Um, I don't remember what the last thing we talked about was. I guess the overhaul fight. Um, yeah, they had started. We talked about Mirion's uh, lack of quirk being no hindrance to him. Yeah. <laughs> still a beast. Yeah. Um, but then the he busted ad- out those martial art skills. He was boxing, yo. Like I, I got, I stood up. I'm not gonna lie. I was watching. I stood, I was like, "Yo, Mirio." I, was so I like, don't need to to phase through this spike. I can move at the speed of light. Yeah, I'm gonna just run at you and punch <laughs> you in the face because I can, and you're not gonna stop me. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then our boy uh, Night Night Eye took a. Uh, this was my. This is the one thing I couldn't let go of. He took a classic massive anime spike. stab through the chest. To the abdomen and has continued <laughs> to talk chest. for two episodes. Yeah, he's been chilling with with the spike, the broken off spike in his stomach. Mind <laughs> his you. limp body is he's hanging just chilling on, on the ground with a spike. <laughs> it's rough. It's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, he's a troop, yeah. yo. He's a he's a fighter. He was hanging in there, uh, and then Super Saiyan this Deku. Is, this is where we got more intimate, I guess, experience with Ares Quirk. Yeah, and why she is so uh we basically got the lore dump for what it is yeah essentially (laughs) um and it's kind of weird i just want to ask generally because i had a friend that was just like hated this fight Mm -hmm. because he's like you know we have basically have deco at 100 percent um because of what aries quirk allows him to do and he's op he's one punch man yeah but he was like he doesn't do anything and i was like he does what all might does yeah just without all the the great speech stuff, you know, he's just not as 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 a uh, valiant looking and and heroic looking. Yeah, because you can't argue. It's a lot of evasion on DQ's part because yeah. you have to remember, without his quirk, his greatest skill is observation. Yeah, and what so he, he. Sorry, go ahead, finish yours. No, I was just say he's always taking in what's happening, everything that's happening around him. Yeah, he's a chess master, and you can't not what like if you really look at what he was actually doing like it was op like my man is flying by kicking off the air because his legs are so strong essentially yeah. like that's op like it, it it essentially like the things he's doing now essentially show that like what he can do at that level is anything really like at 20 percent. yeah no that was 100 percent. well 100%. yeah but i mean like the the hopping around he still does at 20 percent. that's true I think. Too. no doesn't he hop off of walls like yeah, uh like grand torino that's his shoot style yeah right yeah. yeah and then he kicks but then when he got to 100 he was just hot doing that but off the air which is crazy um and then he's also able to basically his body's now able to keep up with literally all of the analysis that he's doing so there's one point where he's fighting overall and he's like there's gonna be a split second where he breaks his body apart to heal and i'm gonna move so fast that i'm gonna hit him before he can put his body back together and he just looks at him and does it like it's nothing (laughs) and it's just like okay so obviously if deku ever does master his power he'll just be unstoppable like 
<laughs> honestly is what it comes down to and i don't say for my arbitrary dbz uh reference he looked very super saiyan this week oh yeah for sure uh, and last week so i wonder if that I was a shout out that. like if, <laughs> his if, hair whooshed back yeah. and it was glowing i wonder if they actually like old boy like knows about goku and was like yeah I, I like goku but one thing we didn't mention that they kind of throw in so aries quirk they essentially sum it up as it has the ability to rewind things yeah. only only um, living things yeah and it's interesting because i'm like the explanation for this felt like an explanation for uh king crimson <laughs> i was about to say a stand <laughs> <laughs> yes uh it's like no one That's understands how king crimson works and my brain is struggling to understand how aries quirk works but it's weird this uh, put in my mind it's like okay now we have the possibility to save mirio if she, yeah, if they can figure absolutely. out how to train her, then we can possibly get Mirio's. I'm just gonna back. say, I'm just gonna say they are going to save Mirio because Night yeah. Eye. You have the scene where Night Eye touch touches him one last time to see his future, and he's like, "You're gonna be a fine hero. You're gonna be one of the best heroes." You're fine. But we already know he's like already better than Common Rider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Common Rider. For my One Punch fans out there, Common people Rider, love Common my boy. Rider. <laughs> he is a hundred percent heart. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he basically is like he's a hero without his quirk. But yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We'll see. We'll leave that to the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, I think her power is interesting because they have the scene where you show it shows overhaul. I guess like blowing her up the first time, and then I, it's I guess it's actually her healing herself. Um, yeah, is that what was I got from that. His way of resetting her was when her powers start going. Her. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, he he was still blowing her up a thousand times. Well, I'm like, essentially, you think of her as, like, she's a battery. So, uh, he's exploding her when she's at max charge and resetting her to zero charge. Zero, yeah, which is (laughs) very violent (laughs) of him to do to this little girl. Um, But then next up, there was a really good scene that I loved. Um, This was one of my favorite scenes of today's episode. It was when, uh, uh, what's his name, Tomura they blow up the the police uh emergency oh or the, my God, uh, ambulances yeah. and homeboy so, falls out yeah, overhaul, overhaul falls out overhaul is getting like transported i'm assuming to like prison thing yeah um um and what they and, blow up the truck and he's on the ground still in his shackles and yeah he's approached by tomara and the magic uh little magician dude um and uh dobby and yes the what they do how they handle tomer's interaction with homeboy with overhaul is just like okay now i see why this dude's like the villain of the show you know what i mean now i see yeah. how he's starting to because i love when they make villains do evil things to other villains because it's just like <laughs> oh you just don't care like you're just like like you're really evil um yeah so, so capsule magician that's Zaps, his name he capsules one of uh overhaul's hands and like it smiles at him the, yeah it contains the bullet so yeah. he takes that and he's and like then, hey i got my arm back jerk <laughs> <laughs> and he's then, like, We're even oh now. yeah i forget he was missing that's why arm. he smiled at him yeah he was like and We're even now tomara uh touches the other arm and decays it yeah and he looks him in the eye while he does it, and he's like what would you hate most and he's like he burns off his arm and he's like oops i better cut it off or it's gonna spread to the rest of your body <laughs> and then he's just like taunting him for being quirkless now because his quirks like, now work you have to watch hands. us succeed because you wouldn't help us before 
or yeah and that to me was just like like i was clapping in my head i was like this is well done well played no you know what got me on another level because they flashed back to it for a second because remember mm. overhaul's plan was he put the boss his his yakuza boss in a coma yeah to, to his dad right that was his dad no 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 he just kind of adopted, adopted him dad, off the yeah. street adopted yeah, yeah. But he puts him in a coma because he's like, I'm going to fix this, even though you don't ag- disagree with me. And then I'm going to bring you back when mm. everything's good. And it's like now that both of his hands are gone, oh. he has to live with the fact that his master's in a because of him. That didn't even click to me. Yeah. Wow. So he, dang. Because he scrambled his brains, you yeah. know, to put him in that coma and he was supposed to fix him. It's like, who's going to fix him? So I didn't realize that was part of his motive the whole time. Yeah, you know that I mean? was his motive was to bring that Yakuza group back, back. into honor. Yeah. And power. That's so. deep, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, um, we'll see where that goes if we're gonna deal with that torture's hole in the next season. <laughs> probably, but I will say I don't think he's gonna get his arms back. Let me just yeah. say that, because that's wild though. That's that sucks to go out like that. Now I would die not having arms. Like that would be the worst. It's the worst. I'd rather not have legs than not have arms for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah, can walk so on my that arms. kind of like closes out the overall arc for now Whoa, and... we we gotta mention the oh, we didn't mention ahead. the biggest thing my boy night eye oh oh yeah my boy night eye they they could have brought him back i'm the they tearful the tearful speech of death they definitely could have had airy save him and just had now, eraser in the back question um is this our first death death first death no uh who died wait 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 Ah, you put me on the spot. I don't know. Yeah, I, know, I think that's why I was like, I think this is our first like significant death. Pro- yeah, you're in, probably right. In this show, and because my question, my question becomes, who's going to run that agency? Ooh, you think it's going to be um one of the is Cinder Peter? every time he talks, I get a weird feeling in my stomach. <laughs> oh no, he's creepy. I don't like. It. <laughs> uh, is Cinder Peter going to step up and become the head? I was going to say, is agency? it going to be like Sun Eater or something? But I guess they're probably I want still All too Might young. to take over, but he's he not might. Really. He he's might. not tactical though, is he? Yeah, I don't think so. But he might be a figurehead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just run it from behind, I guess. Um, but who knows? Um, but that was, I, I thought, a, deep, a pretty deep scene just because, yeah, you know, Mirio's, everybody's in Mirio's there. range of emotions is astounding. Yeah, he's such an, uh, lack of a better word, animated character. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's so much man. Yeah, he's awesome, though. He makes you like him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a sad scene. So I really wasn't expecting him to actually die. I So I guess that probably does say we never got any deaths because yeah. I wasn't expecting him to die. Um, but you don't think you don't think they could have let Aerie, made he Aerie had save him? a spike through his abdomen. Yeah, but Aerie definitely could have saved him. I don't know because she can't control it, and it's like he eraser so can the, eraser. No, at but any the one time. thing. No, remember the one thing that was saving Deku was the fact that he could, could destroy his own body at the pace that she was healing it. And then remember yeah. in the when no, they were explaining, who cares if he wait, has hold a on, when Overall though. was explaining his power, mm-hmm. remember the mice reverted to non-existence. Yeah, she could touch him and he will become a fetus. Hold up, you think she's that powerful? That's what her power does. No, but I'm saying overhaul. Like they literally showed us that. I do because remember, Deku can blow out a joint in like point two seconds. No, no, I get that. But look, one look at the time it took to escalate to that point. Overhaul had been repeatedly blowing her up over and over again, just just enough to reset quirks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like 
she could have touched him, healed that real quick, and then Eraser could have just done his thing. Like he always does I, in a split I, second. But I think you're underestimating what her touch does. I don't, yeah, I don't, because I haven't seen it really. Because I just remember that, like, they showed them, like, DH to nothing. Yeah, but rats have a really, you know, short lifespan. They're not like. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like they could, they didn't have to let my boy die. Is basically what I'm saying. They could have, they could have saved He's my dead. boy. He was so cool. He's dead. He was so huh. cool. <laughs> so cool. He was cool, but you know his power was OP. I guess so they had to take him out. <laughs> He's Fugo from part part five of JoJo. Get Who him out. Fugo? Of here. He's too strong. He was the one that had the poison gas stand. And it's like, dude, the green. He was green. He looked he like was purple. He was purple. He had purple haze. He had, he was the one with the, all the ho- holes yeah, in his seat. Yeah, that was gross. And they that were like, dude's... let's write him out because he's too powerful. He's just melting everything. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I'm 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 scared that we like that there won't be a lot to the rest of the season though. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but I hope they keep it up because they've been hitting hard every episode for a while now. <laughs> We've got quite a few episodes left. We do. So. See what happens. But we'll pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, what um, we got next? I just wanted to take two minutes to mention uh, I have f- watched and finished Cells at Work. Okay. Um, it was very entertaining and not in the way that I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who don't know, Cells at Work is an anime about uh, the cells in your body, at for work. lack of better. <laughs> yeah, and what they do to keep you alive every day. Yeah. Um, and I really liked how they like, and not androgenize, I can't think of the right now but humanize yeah humanize all of the cells and like their duties and uh so it's very educational on one side Mm -hmm. and then you have humorous moments where like so you're very early introduced to the white blood cells and it's like of course the white blood cells are like your first line of defense in your body Mm -hmm. and it's so like they literally run around in like what i would call like janitor's outfits with like knives and (laughs) (laughs) they have these little sensors on their hats that pop up whenever a germ is around and they're just like kill 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 and they just stab everything oh my god Um, and so it's it's hilarious in that aspect Mm. and uh you kind of follow like a red blood cell uh because they of course circulate throughout the entire body and it's like this one red blood cell has no sense of direction so she never knows where she's me. going <laughs> she's always getting in trouble That's me. um she's always running into danger Jeez. but yeah like you're introduced to like a bunch of different characters and like you see them over and over again and like overall it was pretty interesting like the aspect ratio of like okay these are you're we're viewing everything from a cell's perspective so when someone gets like a scrape on mm. their elbow it's like an explosion in their city because they're so tiny <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's like uh, there's an episode where like allergens take over the body, and it's just like a meteor shower, oh, uh, no. like blowing out parts <laughs> of the city, and it, it's it's like red, uh, like a hole will appear, and red blood cells are just screaming and getting sucked, sucked into this up. hole. Gosh. Um, and so it's just entertaining overall, and I'm, I want to see more of it. I hope they do more. I was gonna um, ask, did it leave itself open for any more, or is it like a self-contained? I have no idea. It feels like it could keep going, but okay. it also feels like it could have ended where it ended. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about so, right. But yeah, it was pretty good. Cool. Um, what's up with Plunder? And then the other thing, so right before the podcast, we started a show called Plunderer. Um, Sounds like some underground shenanigans. <laughs> it's It's got, okay, so it's hard to explain because it has like its very own original premise where uh characters in this show i would say it's like 
medieval the setting is similar to like seven deadly sins where it's like medieval mm-hmm. uh like knights and peasant village okay. um and you're introduced to this girl who her mother put her on this journey mm-hmm. to find someone called the ace knight or something yeah. like that and everyone in this world has a count that's like tattooed on their body 